you know, I look back on, um, in my new book, I, I talk about the history of the U.S. bioweapons program. And from the beginning, the CIA was running the bioweapons program. Why? Because we didn't have a bioweapons program after World War II. And the CIA's first operation was called Operation Paperclip. And it was an operation to get all the bioweapons and nuclear and chemical scientists out of Germany and Japan, where they had an extensive bioweapons program. The Japanese had a horrendous program where they were doing, they did live vivisections on 3,000 people. You know, they killed them all during the operation, removing their infected organs while they were alive with no anesthesia. And these were horrible, horrible scientists. The CIA elevated them, brought them over to Fort Detrick, downloaded them, and made made them the heads of hospital systems and pharmaceutical companies in Japan and continued to work with them. And they brought all the German scientists over here. And then they did all these experiments unwittingly on the American public. They sprayed toxins in National Airport. They sprayed them in the Pentagon uh, air conditioning system. They put poison water in NIH. They put light bulbs filled with bacteria that they broke on the grates and contaminated the New York City subway system. Some of those microbes still in the subway today. They, they did aerial dosing and from ships of about, uh, of uh, about 60 million Americans. And they, they dosed, uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, um, uh, Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia, all of the seaside towns were dosed from the air, and a lot of the Midwestern cities were also dosed. They're all unwitting. They did 200 outdoor tests on Americans unwitting. And they developed bioweapons that by 1969 had a nuclear equivalent. They could kill people at 29 cents per death according to a CIA study, which they're bragging about. And then in 69, President Nixon shocks the world by going to Fort Detrick and ending the U.S. bioweapons program. He was worried that we were creating bioweapons that could be reproduced for nothing. They were kind of a poor man's nuclear bomb. Anybody could reproduce them once we, and we were publishing how you did it. So they were giving blueprints to the, to, you know, foreign nations to create these things that could be used against us. And he said, why are we doing this? We have nuclear bombs. We don't need these things. And, and we have a monopoly on nuclear bombs. Seven nations have them. We've agreed not to give them to anybody else. Why are we letting these guys get, you know, weapons that are going to be turned against us? So he shut down the whole program. The Pentagon destroyed all of its bioweapons, but the CIA went into Fort Detrick right before the Pentagon went in there and took cultures of all the different weapons and hid them in a warehouse. A lot of it was in New York City and Washington, D.C., and they continued. We signed the Bioweapons Treaty, which Nixon, one of the, the great accomplishments of Nixon, he got all the nations of the world to sign it. We signed the Geneva Convention finally after delaying it for 50 years. The CIA was breaking the law the entire time. Then, in 2001, in June, the CIA sponsors the first of its pandemic simulations. 
it simulates a biological attack on Washington, D.C. by Saddam Hussein. This is in June 2001. That simulation got, got international press and a lot of the CIA people like Judith Miller from the New York Times was promoting it, going around doing all the talk shows. It, uh, it triggered two Senate hearings, one by Joe Biden's committee. And that hearing was in September 2001. What happened in September 2001? The 9-11. So that hearing was going on during 9-11. As soon as 9-11 happened, the neocons, which were working on all this stuff with the CIA, pulled out the Patriot Act, a 350-page statute from a shelf where it had been waiting for a while, and in one week said, we want to pass this in a week. There's only one member of Congress who read it, which was Dennis Kucinich, and he went crazy and said, you have no idea this is the end of American democracy if you do this. It allows the CIA to spy on Americans. One of the things the Patriot Act did is it did not get rid of the Geneva Convention or the Bioweapons Treaty, but it said no federal official can be prosecuted for violating those two statutes. So it reopened the bioweapons arms race globally. And when the, a week after, when the Patriot Act was being debated and it was being held up by two senators, there was an anthrax attack on the U.S. Capitol. It was blamed on Saddam Hussein and they, the neocons all said, see, we were right in the pandemic simulation. Saddam Hussein attacked us. And we use that as a justification to go to war against Saddam Hussein. And within two days, we passed the Patriot Act. Who got the anthrax? Two Senate offices. Tom Daschle and Patrick Lee, the two senators who were blocking the Patriot Act. The FBI did a one-year investigation. They said this anthrax was unique. It was Ames anthrax, and there's only one place in the world it could have come from, Fort Detrick, the CIA lab. So we went to war. We passed the Patriot Act and immediately started giving $2 billion a year to bioweapons development. The Pentagon didn't want to do it because it was nervous about the legality because it was a death penalty to violate the Geneva Convention. Oh, you would have been committing a, you know, a war crime, even if somebody told you it was okay. It wasn't. And so they funneled it through DITRA and DARPA. They funneled all of that money to NIH, to NIAID, which became the primary spear tip of bioweapons development. So Tony Fauci became the bioweapons czar in 2001. His budget went up by $2.2 billion. He was personally given a 68% raise from the military. That's why he was the highest paid individual in the federal government, because he was getting this 68% bonus every year from the military. But it meant that he could not stop. And the thing the military wanted was gain-of-function studies, where they could take wild viruses and turn them into bioweapons. And bioweapons development always includes vaccine development. Because unlike chemical weapons, 
With bioweapons, there's always blowback. It's called the boomerang effect. If you give your enemy bubonic plague, your guys are going to get it first, too. They're going to get it quickly. So the only way you can deploy a bioweapons is if you have already developed a vaccine. So the race is to develop a vaccine simultaneously with bioweapons, and then you can deploy the bioweapons, and your enemy will take a couple of years to develop the vaccine. And you can inoculate all of your team. Um, so in 24...